Today on the Dissect That Film podcast, we are talking about the 1999 movie Lake Placid. To show some uh, appreciation and honor to the late Betty White, that's why we chose today. So I hope you guys enjoy this show as much as we enjoyed recording it. And uh, I hope you enjoy the little uh, the treat that uh, we all got to witness back in 1999 before this movie came into theaters. So see you on there. Let's go. It has existed since prehistoric times. It was worshipped by primitive cultures. It can kill a man with one crushing bite. We heard a man was bit in half. Any recent bear attacks? Bears don't attack people underwater. Probably a fever then. What was that? Whatever's out there being shot with this, he's dead. Oh, no. Sheriff, how many deputies you got? You came here to help you find it. We can't let him kill it. Experience a few parts mystery. Do you have any theories why he's here? Honestly, I don't know. And a few parts <laughs> missing. It's a human toe. Is this the man who was killed? He seemed taller. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bill Pullman. Shoot him! No! How much of a wacko is this guy? Bridget Fonda. Mother! Oliver Platt. Maybe swim back up! Maybe not! I just have this feeling everything's totally safe. This summer, the Earth's oldest creature has just found a new home. Lake Placid. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on episode 37 of the Dissect That Film podcast, we are talking about the 1999 creature feature, Lake Placid. In honor of... Of the late, great, legendary Betty White. That's that's one of the main reasons why we chose Lake Placid for this week's episode. And as have other uh, outlets that do the same thing that we do. Because I think I've listened to like three podcasts this week about Lake Placid. <laughs> yes! I am Brett Parker. Over there are the wonderful people from DNA Gaming. Dan and Angela. Hello, hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Lake Placid. Our first film review of 2022. It's very exciting. Uh, We talked about, like like I just said, we talked about this um, last week, and we decided since, you know, we lost Betty White before the, the start of 2022, literally right before the start of 2022, we needed to uh, we needed to honor her by talking about probably one of her greatest film roles of our of all time because absolutely she makes <laughs> she makes this movie so she's much better so fucking brutal dude <laughs> she's so funny oh man I I miss her so much um so yeah so we decided on Lake Placid it's a movie I don't think I have talked about in detail since I was little. Uh, I remember I remember seeing this I think the year it came out on DVD and VHS 
back in like yeah. 2000. Um, a funny story before we get into anything. So my, I had a grandmother who lived down in Florida and the town uh, next to where she lived was called Lake Placid. And nice. when this movie came out, they did a big premiere at the local theater at, in Lake Placid and they actually got alligators from the alligator farm that was in the next town over and they dressed him up in little, you know, bow ties and shit. Oh yes. <laughs> and had him walk yes. down a red carpet. I just yes. remember getting that newspaper clipping from my grandmother when I was, when I was little. And it's just like, that's, it's always stuck with me. That's you, you know what else this movie was missing though? A Steve Irwin cameo. Wouldn't have been great. If it, yes, if he came in, do you remember? In, did you ever see Casper? Yes, it's been a while, but yeah. Wh- which also stars Bill Pullman, who's in this movie. Ironically, uh, in the beginning of 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 uh, Casper, the you got Ray Stance shows up from the Ghostbusters and does the comes in. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, I know. Now this is too much for me. I would have loved if Steve Irwin made a cameo and oh, just yeah. like came there and saw how big the croc was. He's like, yeah, no, no, I don't deal with I don't deal with crocs this big, and then just leaves. <laughs> That would have been good. That would have been great. That would have been great. Uh, This was the start of like the croc mania. I know that there was a movie back in 1980 called Alligator, which was a a movie I'd love (laughs) to do on this show at some point because they just released a a 4K like special edition of that movie. But it's buy it now, dude. Limited print. Oh, that's right. It's only limited. All right. I'll have to to look into it. Uh, But yeah, this started. This was like the start of like the crocodile like craze, like just doing movies based on. Very large crocodiles. There are a lot of like around this like late nineties, early two thousands ish. Yeah, killer animal nature. Oh yeah, you know there's been a bunch of disaster flicks. Very like popular. Twister, Dante's Peak. Yep. Anaconda. This. Deep yeah. Blue Sea. So. Well, this was so this was made um, by some of the producers of Anaconda. Like this was supposedly this is part of the Anaconda. This was like a universe. This was like they were in the same universe, which doesn't make who get what there's no links nothing stating anything but hey guys it's in the same universe as anaconda which could be why i enjoy the movie which if you want to buy anaconda right now it's five dollars on amazon as of the time as of time is recording and it's been i bought it last week it's it's you gotta get it for five dollars you can't pass up a great movie all right right i bought it too there you go look at us it's pretty wow, Owen Wilson. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. So this movie uh, premiered July 16th, 1999, and almost a year later in the UK. It premiered in March of 2000 over in the UK. UK don't even know what crocodiles eight, are. Eight months. <laughs> they don't even know what they are. <laughs> this, uh, this was directed by Steve Miner, one of the co-creators of the Friday the 13th franchise, along with Sean Cunningham. So, yeah, he directed Friday 2, 3, Halloween H2O, which he actually directed at the same... So he um, he was supposed to shoot this film. This film got delayed. So he said, so while he waited, he decided, I'm going to go direct Halloween H2O. And then when this is all good, I'll be back. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And Dan, he directed the 2008 Day of the Dead. Oh, one of the bad man. remakes of, of Day of the oh, Dead. I heard that's not good. And also he, he directed the 1985 horror movie House. 
which is a which is a a, a horror movie that I've been hearing about in in um a lot of people have been talking, especially people who uh, talk a lot about horror movies. Uh, House is a very popular movie. House and House Two. Don't know, really know what they're about. What's this made again? Th- this movie? No, no, House. 1985. Interesting. That mm-hmm. sounds familiar, but I don't know much about that. I don't think I know anything about mm-hmm. that one. And he actually makes a cameo in this movie. He, oh? He's the pilot that flies her in to Maine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was written by David E. Kelly, who is, uh, he was a, he's a big writer in TV. He did Big Little Lies, which is um, a show from a couple years ago. Uh, Ally McBeal. And the gotcha. TV show, uh, the Hulu show from this past year called Nine Perfect Strangers. So, oh, the old New World logo. So he decided, yeah, I remember the box art to the house, by the way. Oh, with like the creepy, it's like a the creepy hand. hand, right? Yeah. The severed hand, yeah. Uh, special effects were done by, well, the practical effects were done by none other than Stan Winston. Fuck yeah. The man behind the, the practical effects in Jurassic Park and Aliens. He's a legend of absolutely in the the practical effects department and the special effects like the cgi were done by the company that did the cgi for titanic that's that's about all i know and when i watch this movie again the cgi is not good Um, they they, they have the slightly smaller boats in this movie (laughs) yeah Yeah, uh, the cgi i i I mean, listen, I don't think the CGI ever looked good to me when I watched this, but I swear this past viewing, it just was like, wow, this looks bad. This looks like sci-fi CGI bad. Oh, no, I I, I will backpedal and think that this the special effects in this are slightly better than what they are in Bermuda Tentacle. And that is from 2014. So it's 15 years newer. Oh yeah, I mean, special effects. Can somebody look up? Can can we get a can we get can we get a a look up on the budget of Bermuda Tentacle compared to what Lake Placid did in 1999? She'll work on it. So the the budget was between 27 and 35 million dollars, and it only made 56.9 million dollars. So it was not a financial success. Even though yes, it did make more money than its budget, still not a success. This movie has some fucking actors in it though. Like actors Doesn't who are it? still prominent today, you know, you have Bill Pullman who is still, you know, he's still cranking them out. I mean, he was de- he he had a freaking killer decade in the '90s with Independence Day. I mean, even with I mean, we just talked about Casper. It's not one of his like bigger roles, but like is popular back in the day. Uh, what, what I'm trying to now I'm gonna blank on everything Bill Pullman's in. He was in. You said Casper, of course. And Independence he was Day. In Independence Day, and then he was in uh, Spaceballs. Which was yes. not '90s. Lone Star. Uh, oh, guess what, guys? He was in the the Independence Day sequel that no one needs to talk about. Let's see. Let's go to the '90s here. What what else was Bill Pullman in? Why am I blanking? Little, I feel like he was in so much. A little fun fact while you're looking that up. My God, this is gonna sound convoluted as fuck because you just mentioned Spaceballs. My friend's wife, her sister, went to school with Bill Pullman's son, and she met him. Whoa, that's pretty crazy. One of the Hannah sisters. Um, yeah, I I know which one it is. Yeah, because he was in a play, and Bill Pullman was in the audience, and she was sitting like, just like right next to him. That's cool. Um, so she she talked to him a little bit. I was like, that's pretty dope. I ain't seeing much. Of this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a sci-fi original movie, so I doubt the budget is very good. He was in the Grudge, the two thousand four Grudge. Was he? Yeah, really. Hmm. I think he was it's the guy who owned the house. Real movie. It's the. <laughs> 
was he was also in the Equalizer one and two with uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel. The Denzel. Uh, this also starred Bridget Fonda, who is uh, Hollywood royalty. I mean, her father is uh, Peter Fonda, and her grandfather is another Fonda. <laughs> another Fonda what? that I can't think of. What happened to her? She like uh, so she married Danny Elfman <laughs> and had babies and then decided to retire. Well, I don't really I know mean, if that's the reason why she left Hollywood, but uh, this she did not do much. Her last role was in 2002 where she played uh, the Snow Queen, Elsa, uh, like pretty much in a like live action TV movie. I think it was. And that was it. I was like, that's it. 2002. So 20 years she has not been in a film. So we were watching this and I was like, why haven't I seen her in forever? Okay. Henry Fonda is her grandfather to everyone who is, who would scream at me and be like, you don't know Henry Fonda. I do. I just blanked on his name. My apologies. They'll get over it. Yeah. But yeah, she married uh, Danny Elfman, the, you know, the composer of pretty much everything, Tim Burton, the singing voice of uh, Jack Skellington and the night, uh, night, the nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. And I'm terrified. Okay. I'm, I'm coming up empty handed. That's okay. Clearly, it's not that important. <laughs> no one needs. No one wants to. <laughs> no one wants to remember Bermuda tentacles. I, I can guarantee uh, everybody who was in that movie tries to forget that it ever ever happened. But speaking of oh. of sci fi movies, this movie spawned five fucking sequels. I had no idea until we were looking. Holy up for, shit! So I was looking for the Blu-ray. I had no idea there was more than one of these movies. So so the first sequel came out eight years after the original. Oh, God. And they were all they were all right straight to, you know, straight to DVD or just TV movies. Uh, You had Lake Placid two, Lake Placid three. Then it was like Lake Placid, the final chapter. Then there was Lake Placid versus Anaconda. And then they did one a couple years ago. It's called Lake Placid Legacy. Fucking hell. We were pulling Holy it up on shit. Amazon Prime, and I was like, there's a Lake Placid 3? Oh, there's like four Anaconda sequels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I knew about was the first Anaconda, and then what, Blood Diamonds? Blood, Blood Orchid. Blood Orchid. Okay, Blood, Blood Orchid. Orchid. Blood, Blood Orgy was my next Blood pick. So I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, it's uh, to keep going, Oliver Platt, he's a, he's a popular actor, right? He's He's a popular guy. Is he thin things? Other, th- I don't know. He's been in a lot of movies. I, I've seen him forever. But the, either. but the one that I always forgot until I would watch it, I'm like, oh shit! Fucking Brendan Gleeson is in this movie, and that man of all of the people in this movie, I think Brendan Gleeson is probably yeah. the most famous of 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 them all because he's, he's still so doing so much. Uh, I mean, he was Mad Eye Moody in the yeah. Harry Potter franchise. Uh, he he actually played Donald Trump in a movie like last oh. year. I can't remember what the nice. name of it is. And nice. I believe Steve Miner, uh, who actually is a also a TV producer, he he's produced a bunch of uh, television, produced Brendan Gleeson in the Mr. Mercedes show, which is based on a Stephen King novel. I don't know what it's about, but I heard it's a, a very good show. Oh, he was an edge of tomorrow. I need to see that, too. Yeah, he's he's been in a lot. And of course, we can't we can't forget the amazing Betty White. Because oh, again, she carries this goddamn movie and she's really not in it that much. But every no, she's scene not. she's in, she kills it. Just how brutal she is to everybody and it's fucking awesome. Love it. <laughs> oh, 
Love it. She has one of the best lines in movie history. Yeah. Hopefully it's the one I have written down. Yes, we're going to. It probably is. We'll get we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to that scene. But boy, I laughed way too hard. At- <laughs> uh, I listen. I've always been a fan of this movie. I I'm going to say it, you know, now and I've probably said it before, you know, even when I watched it as a teenager, it's not a good movie, it, but it's a entertaining as hell movie. It's stupid as fuck. The character, there is literally no likable characters in this movie other than Betty White's and the crocodile. Like it it got to the point where I was like, man, I really wish they just had it where the crocodile ate everybody except for Betty White. And then Betty White and the crocodile lived happily ever after the end. But no, there is literally no main characters who die in this movie. None. No, no. It's all it's all off. It's all side characters that. uh, Oh, is this guy got a name? Is this guy got a name? I don't remember. But they're pointless characters that are here just to be crock food. <laughs> yeah. I disagree. Well, I actually really, I actually like Hank a lot. <laughs> I, to me, yeah, I, I do too. But they, none I'll, of them are, I, none of them are great. Hector sucks. I, I think I, I, I remember like, I think I liked him back in the day, and then I wa- recently watched it, and I was like, man, he fucking sucks. Like there's nothing <laughs> redeemable about this dude. He's just a scumbag. I like Hank, him, uh, his and Hank's interactions yeah. with each other. Oh, so the, the funniest thing was Brendan Gleeson trying to keep uh, trying to not speak British because he I think he's he's I think he's Irish or Scottish. Yeah, and I'm going to get from, and I feel like people are going to get angry because I can't Ireland. tell the difference. I can. OK, I see. I said Irish first, so I was right. So all of you Irish and Scottish people out there sorry <laughs> but it was so funny because there were some scenes where like it, it like slips out like he he says something and you're like ooh, what was that that did some flair yeah what, what, what was that <laughs> <laughs> this movie was only 82 minutes long this was only an hour and 22 minutes long this thing was it's like so, so it was like an episode perfect. of a, it was like an episode of a show just perfect it's so good now, the, the, a lot of questions about why this movie is called Lake Placid, especially since the lake in this movie is not called Lake Placid, and they only make reference to it once. Uh, yes. It's called Black Lake, which actually would have been a cool title if they, you know, regardless of what they call if they called it Black Lake or Lake Placid. The reason it's called Lake Placid is because Placid means calm, and uh, literally there's, because they, they talk about how there's like no, you know, there's no movement in the lake. It's just calm all the time which that's what Placid means. And that's why they were going to call it like Placid, but it was already taken, which is crazy that they didn't know that it was already taken when it's a huge like resort town in New York. That's that that's called like, I think there was Olympics that were that were there at some point. I guess it's it's supposed to be like how the locals there, the, the humor of them somewhat being out of touch of anything outside of their town or area. <laughs> and also, um, I believe you probably could just name your lake anything. I don't it's think there's anything was like, oh, well, that state has that same name. And it's like, who cares? There's there's a there's Springfield in every fucking state in this country. But yeah, that's true. Can't have the same yeah. name for a lake, a lake that only one person lives on. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy, this movie. What a fun ride this was. <laughs> I I had to watch it on that DVD because I wasn't going to get the Blu-ray in time, so I never bought it. And I, didn't, I wasn't going to buy it like digitally because I owned it. I was like, fuck it. I'll watch. I'll watch the DVD. I put the DVD in my PlayStation 4 and it. I have a 65 inch TV in my in my living room and it literally takes up maybe 30 inches of my screen. I'm like, what is happening here? 
I am not watching this movie in like 30. What I, it's just it's this little tiny box in the middle of my TV. My wife's like, no, I am not watching this. Thank God there was a setting I could widen everything. So it was more like widescreen because, boy, that would have been Ooh. an interesting experience. I'm curious what your wife thought of this movie. I, sh- I, I feel she's seen it before. She missed the end. She fell asleep at the end. But I just I just told her it's it's it was, you know, I don't want to I don't want to say it now. We'll talk about it when we get to that point. But yeah, she passed oh. out, woke up. She's like, what happened? And I told her and she was like, OK, colony <laughs> eight things. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's get to it. What did uh, what did you guys think of this movie? Have you guys seen this movie before? Yes, yes but it's been a long time. Same. Very long time. So there was there was a few things like I missed that the first time I watched it. I didn't remember so. how the movie ended. I could not for the life of me think of the climax of the film I or the beginning. A lot of things, a lot of things that make no sense. That's pretty much how this movie ended. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. <laughs> but it's glorious. Oh, uh, and I couldn't remember the beginning until it started up. I was like, oh, I love the music. The opening music is actually pretty okay. cool. It's very suspenseful, mm-hmm. and it's always it was always something I didn't forget. When it started playing, I was like, oh, yeah, I okay. remember this. The uh, go ahead, you finish, you speak your piece. Oh. He, has ask, he has to be seen it. I'm sorry. Yeah. See, I, I loved it. I mean, I remember liking it the first time. What? I'm looking at you. You're talking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I also enjoyed the movie. I actually have some fond memories of watching this with my grandmother, who's no longer with us, but she loved movies like these, and I love watching these movies with my grandmother. Um, she uh or sorry the movie i actually love the writing in the movie it's so ridiculous most of the times it's fucking amazing it's like who wrote like it's not like it's like the opposite of ghostbusters 2016 where it was just shitty it was just written horribly yeah it's like this, they just had whoever was writing the script just had way too much fucking fun oh, i just way want, too much i just want to know who the guy who who was the person because it was a guy 100 percent. there's no oh, way absolutely. a woman wrote anything in this movie not even the woman's like dialogue. Like Bridget Fonda's dialogue is the worst thing ever. It's just terrible. Her character is awful. She's the worst character in this movie. Oh, easy. But uh, the, whoever wrote for Hector, man, that dude was a horn dog, dude. Like he oh, was, he was writing that thing with his pants down. Like, oh, what are you doing, bro? What are these lines? One hand on the pen, another hand on his member, all the time. <laughs> like, what are channeling his energy? Like he's dancing with the 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 female cop. He's doing this dance, whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, what was <laughs> and the then he's like, "You have fantastic boobs," and I'm like, "What the fuck is you just met this woman?" Literally, this is the so definition bad. of over the top eccentric individual. Listen. Oh no, no, sorry. Uh, with the Hank flirting with the teenager, oh my whatever. God. I'm like, what? The? Holy shit! You can't. But that's do ti- that? but that's typical for characters, like in movies, like they write things like that. That's how they do it. But but the thing is, is, I'm laughing. I don't want people to be offended because I'm laughing at like thing. You don't say that. Don't if you're a man or even a woman, don't say those type of things to other people. It's not. It's not cool. I'm laughing because it's it's in a movie. It's not real. So and ridiculous. it's hilarious because it's so bad. It's so random. <laughs> yeah. It's so out of place. It's like, it's, who the fuck says this? It's one of those things where you're trying to. I feel like they could have made this movie so much more suspenseful and darker, but they just said, fuck it. 
we're making this a comedy. It's a comedy no, yeah, with, like, croc, with a, croc, a giant crocodile. 100% horror comedy right here i don't even know if i consider it horror i don't think there's any parts of this movie where i was like oh shit what's gonna happen it made me laugh every time like it's pretty predictable like this like when she feeds the cow to the crocodile i laughed i was like this is fucking awesome (laughs) this is hilarious just betty white walking her cow down to the corner that's the crocodile's just like i'm hungry yeah right (laughs) i'm ready feed me yeah. <laughs> oh man what a what a fun movie though like this is definitely is. you just accept it being bad but it's so this, entertaining this is, yeah, yeah. It, it, like like you said it, it's it's not it's entertaining like you said but it's not even bad in a bad way not even because like a movie can be bad and just bad bad but still be entertaining yeah but it, it's it's charming it's a charming film right just i think mm-hmm. it's still not a good movie no but it's it's a hell it's a it's fun it's a short movie and if you just want a little bit of blood and guts and some really zany writing with no titties, though, so you can't get mad at that. No, this was PG. This was PG thirteen, so you weren't getting titties. Was it? I thought this was R. No, this is PG thirteen. Where the fuck was I? Unless, oh wait, I might be wrong. Parent. No, it, it was R. Sorry, I'm thinking Anaconda was PG thirteen. Yeah, and Anaconda was PG thirteen. Because I was like, wait, we could watch this with the kids. I was like, wait. Yeah. A no, they said they, yeah, because they say fuck a lot. That's true. And I think in PG thirteen, you can only say fuck once at one, one time. time. Yes, I love the movie. I still love it. I loved it then. I love it now. It's a it's fantastic great. creature feature from the late 90s. The funniest thing is like I look at the IMDb, the cast list, and it's like, who the fuck are all of these people? I see I see like Bridget Fonda, Bill Pullman, Oliver Platt, Brendan Gleeson, Betty White, and it's like, who the fuck is everyone else? The only one I can recognize is Meredith Salinger because she's the female cop, the oh, one that he flirts Mar- with. Mariska Hargaday. Oh, and Mariska Hargaday too, who's in I'm it for say. literally three seconds. What is she in? Law and Order SVU. That's what it was. I was like, why yes. do I recognize? Literally, her? she's in this movie for three seconds. That's true. And but uh, Meredith Salinger, she the she's actually married to Patton Oswald, the, the female cop. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And uh, the guy who plays Kevin, the shitty boyfriend who cheats on Bridget Fonda with Mariska Hargitay. Uh He's Al- Alan Arkin's son. You know who Alan Arkin is? He's a he's uh, he's an actor who's been acting for like 60 plus years. He's actually the guy who plays Kevin is uncredited in this movie. He doesn't even pop up in the credits. Well, because he's another one who's in it for like two seconds. Let me let me just throw this out here. I I, that's not the way I would go about it personally, but if I was dating Bridget Fonda's characters, I wouldn't want nothing to do with her either. I would just cut her loose as soon as she can, but not that way. She's She's a horrible person. She just treats everything like she literally goes to this town in Maine, which for one, if you work at a museum and you work with prehistoric creatures, you know, and your your boss tells you to go to Maine to study a tooth. Like, no, I'm not fucking going there. Why can't they send it here? I'm not going to fucking Maine. Yeah, I would have been the same thing. Do? I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, no, I don't care. You're my boss. I'm not going to Maine. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I that part like even the movie pokes fun at it. Like, what are you doing here? The whole yeah. time they do it way too much. It's. What are you doing here? Why are you here? The museum doesn't send people like you here. This movie is just this movie's bonkers in every way, shape, and form. And it's like Captain Kangaroo too. And Sorry. boy, oh boy, is this movie just? Uh, this is Jaws with crocodile. This is literally there's so many Jaws like references oh and things. It is the music, the like the opening music as like you see the underwater shots. It's Jaws. 
It's legit Joss. And the and the the diver in the beginning is just Chrissy because she because because yeah. he's yeah. the start of it all of why everything you know happens. That poor scuba diver. Oh my god, that was brutal. Wait a minute, hold on. I, I'm doing a hold on, everybody, long. for all the audio the listeners, and you're wondering why the pause is so long. No, 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 no. I'm going. Don't worry, I'm I'll edit it out, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you can hear the the wheels going. In I know it's the grease. It's the. It finally caught, and it's like, it, until it'll lock up in a minute. But um, only people who die in this movie are officers of some kind. They work for Parks and Rec, sheriffs. Uh-huh. I can't think of anybody else that dies on screen that is just like a random regular civilian. No, it's not. It's 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 for the sheer fact that because no one really goes there. Yeah, which makes sense. And it's always somebody who's with uh, the sheriff. The sheriff. Like the sheriff just yeah. witnesses all the death, all of <laughs> all the death, all of it. Like he was the thing. The other thing I want to talk about is the sheriff has no emotion. He watched a man get chopped in half, and and when he pulls him out, he's just like, oh, oh, like <laughs> I feel like there should be a little bit more reaction to pulling a half a body out of the water who's still alive in some way and then your deputy gets his head chopped off nothing there like even when him and uh freaking hector having their conversation about you know he's trying to like be sentimental toward the fact that his deputy gets his head he's like a good guy it was a good guy yeah yeah i was (laughs) like this conversation is so bad this is the worst (laughs) what and the amount of times you have to hear the same things over and over again, like she gets the moose head thrown at her. She slaps the shit out of the sheriff and the sheriff does nothing about it. He just assaulted a police officer. I'm tired of getting heads thrown at me. Yeah. And then she had the, the other head oh. thrown at her. <laughs> it's just, yeah. She gets, she slaps him twice. He tells her to stop. <laughs> like what else are you to do? And like, also her to the ground. And also how is Bill Pullman in charge? How, in charge he's fishing game apparently it supersedes sheriff okay in that state sure i don't know i don't know i don't know how that works in maine this movie is this movie is absolutely bonkers it's so bonkers bonkers. oh boy let's get to this plot shall we yeah mom you ready let's go all right this movie opens to some awesome music i love the music as i stated before very jaws like uh, we get the title card. Title card. And we're underwater. And we, after everything happens under the water, we then go up to a boat where we meet Sheriff, uh, what's his name? Hank. Hank. Hank something. I, I know his last name is in the credits. Never mentioned in the movie, so I don't need to say his name. His name is That's Hank. Fair. Actually, throughout my notes, he was just the sheriff because I never heard his name for a bit. Uh, he's... He's having this weird conversation with a diver. Like there's always the, he, he always, everybody's sarcastic. Is that like a sarcastic? And you could tell, yeah, he's, you could tell he's British by the way, or you could tell he's from the UK based on what he says, or he's, well, sorry, he's Irish. And the way he says things, like he calls people, me, like he's a mental. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody be called that. Like you just say that yeah. person's mental. He's a mental. Or he talks about sarcasm. He's like, is that a sarcastic? And you're like, what? What? What is that? Who says that? Is that an Irish way of saying like, like, dude, being sarcastic? 
just talk how you want to talk, but not with, with an American, uh, a to be honest, American accent. Movies have done it before where they have somebody from, you know, from another country who, you know, they have a very thick accent. Just keep the accent. Just come up with some backstory that he came. He moved to the to the States and became a sheriff in a small town in Maine. Who cares? But instead, you had to have Brendan Gleeson try to have a really I had tried to have an American accent and it didn't go well. No, it did not go well. And I apologize to my Irish, uh, to the Irish audience out there for me uh, comparing you to the UK. I know you guys get angry about that. Holy shit. So, yeah. So the diver goes in. Um, it's more They're of tag the beaver. Yeah, he's going to tag beavers. And they yeah, we get this, you know, really weird conversation above the on the boat about how fishing game just doesn't like the sheriff's department or something like that. Yeah. The diver go <laughs> one answer, one answer, one word, sarcastic answers. Yep. The diver goes in and Hank just decides to go ham on some Twinkies. Like he is going oh, ham bone yeah. on some Twinkies and he just, he hates sarcasm. Everybody just gives him sarcasm. He just doesn't like it. Stop it. And <laughs> we see the diver go into a beaver, um, into the what a dam what what's a beaver's home called dam no the dam is what they use to block the river i don't know a beaver hauler you know i live <laughs> i live somewhere where beavers are prominent and i just can't think of it a hut i think it's a hut beaver, beaver nuggets beaver nuggets <laughs> i was one of the search thing beaver a lodge beaver lodge. beaver lodge there we go thank you uh, so the diver goes up to the beaver lodge, which is really cool because the entrance is under the water. Uh, that's yes, how they, so it's very protect, you know, a lot of protection. And I think he's just—I don't know what the fuck is he trying to tag beavers? Yes. Okay. That's what he's to so he's like, he's, he's a, up there, and I'm like, why don't you just kind of put your entire body out to try to g- grab these beavers? Instead, he's doing the thing where he's under the water and he just puts his arm through it. He's like, where are the beavers? Well, between you and me. I would not want to be attacked by a beaver. No, no. I would no, rather I be attacked by a beaver than what this man's about to be attacked by. Absolutely. You know how clear the water is? Yes. In it's a, in a, in a lake in Maine. It's that yes. clear. There's a lot of oh, soot yeah. on the bottom of those lakes that you literally a little bit of something kicks up and it's fucking cloudy for days. <laughs> I mean, and it's called black lake for a reason. Exactly. Absolutely. It's black lake until you're underwater. Then it's surprisingly clear lake. But yeah. Even, and it's a swimming even, pool. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Kelly makes a comment about how dark the water is. Yep. Is it pirates of pirates of dark water? Are we gonna make that reference today? That's obscure as fuck. Dude. Oh man. And as he's like reaching around, you can see like things moving in the back, which um, you won't know what those are until later on in the movie. Or if you're, you know, somebody who's seen this movie a few times, you kind of pick up what that is. It's not a beaver, everybody. Those are baby crocodiles. <clears throat> and oh, yeah, actually, I didn't even think about that being related, correlated to something that happens later. Yeah, that's why the crocodile attacks him because he's getting too close to the nest. I just thought it was nom nom time. I mean, probably this thing's 30 feet long, needs a lot of food to sustain itself. Uh, and we get the really cool beaver shot where the beaver jumps out. It's literally a stuffed animal that they just kind of put on a line and just what? shoots through the water. It looks so bad. <laughs> not as, does not look as good as the bats in Day of the Dead, though. <laughs> no, nothing Whoa. will beat the bats of Day of the Dead. Just okay, guys. Ready? One, two, three. Throw them on the line. 
<laughs> this one was on a fishing line. Somebody just had to reel the beaver. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh, the diver is looking a little too close to that nest, and then we get a mama monster not is not enjoying how close he is. And um, he gets attacked, and you get a really cool... You know, it's a very Jaws-like shot where it shows him getting pulled out, and you don't see the crocodile at all until they get to the boat and he's fighting and the sheriff is fighting or trying to pull the body in and you get like the the flashes of the side of the crocodile's mouth and you're like well, we didn't need that shot make it make it you know so we don't know what it is automatically five yeah, minutes yeah. into the movie yeah. you know make it unknown like what the fuck is in this lake until you get to the point where you're like it's a giant ass crocodile yep come on man steve Miner. You clearly watch Jaws. You pretty much oh. remade the movie. <laughs> right? I do like some of the, the shots they went for in this, where the diver comes up, but he's got his respirator on still. Yeah. So the, the Hank can't hear him because he's a little ways away from the boat. Yeah. And he looks away, and then he's pulled back under. And when he, looks, when he looks back, he's already pulled back under. And then the tank floats up. Yeah. Separate respirator. And then he gets like shoots out of the water. So, so I'm going to be Mr. You know, scientific guy here because, uh, you know, I grew up loving crocodiles. I watched Crocodile Hunter all the time. Um, I was obsessed with crocodiles when I was a kid. Uh, if there's a 30-foot crocodile on a lake and it's attacking something, there's going to be a lot of splashing and waves being created by this thing yep. because mm -hmm. it's 30 fucking feet long. <laughs> yep. And yeah, all you see is the guy, the only splashing is from the diver. Ah! doing that right. nothing else and and crocodiles they they like to roll when they bite chunks off of things yeah so you would have seen like yeah you would have seen at least the top of the mouth this thing oh, absolutely this, if it's a 30 foot crocodile its head is probably four or five feet long or probably. more so yeah. that thing and you'd see the top of the snout coming out of the water you'd probably see the underbelly as it's doing the death roll oh yeah because crocodiles don't uh, crocodiles i don't think they they, they eat underwater I know they will drag, they, they take their prey and they'll drag it to the bottom and drown them. Yeah. But. Because they're badass. Dude, crocodiles are fucking awesome. It's literally, they're, so we, we, they're dinosaurs. Literally. They're not dinosaurs. They are. They, they are dinosaurs. Everybody says that. Everybody says that. You realize that reptiles predated dinosaurs? So get out of here. It's not a dinosaur. <laughs> That's what make you so angry. Dinosaurs still walk the earth, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they're called birds. <laughs> fuck your chickens <laughs> I, I like my chicken she's a nice lady <laughs> she is nice. oh man we get uh, the the man gets pulled out of the water and <gasps> it's only half a body what? god you're surprisingly light today and oh, shit. and uh, I really like the effect of the, the body as it like it's being oh. drained of the blood and you can just see him turn pale white and it just looks like a deflated balloon <laughs> yeah it's good yeah that's good it's really cool. Good effects. Good effects work. Yes. The practical effects are great in the in yes. this film. The CG, not so much. Not so much. This is not aged. No. Well, I don't think it aged, period. No. Like, there was no aging. Like, Don't worry, <laughs> just... guys. You think the CG in this movie's bad? I've seen one of the sequels to this. It does not get better. Oh, God. We'll have we'll have to do some uh commentary tracks on the on the uh the really good sequels to this film. I'm gonna make an unofficial like Placid Seven or whatever number they're up to. We'll just go one after it. <laughs> Why not? Oh man. 
Uh, we that's where we meet Bill Pullman's character, Jack Wells. He yeah. is the I'm guessing the head of fishing game. He's there to help figure out what the hell's going on here. And then we cut to New York and we meet Bridget Fonda and she works at a museum. She's playing with fossils and uh, her boyfriend. Well, as uh, as of right now, it's her boyfriend uh, needs to talk to her. And then you don't see the conversation. You just cut to the next scene where she's hyperventilating as she's doing something. Uh, in front of her, and then her friend comes in. Good old, uh, Mar- Mar- how do you say her name? Mariska F- Hargitay? Yeah. Okay. I did it. I did it, guys. And <laughs> she's coming in because she is, I, you feel like she's, you know, she's her friend. She's going to comfort her during these tough times. But guess what? She's the other woman. <laughs> oh, no. I had inside information. Oh, my God. <laughs> What a scene. She's really, she's really bad at selling this story. <laughs> just like a million other things they could have said at this point. I mean, you're already oh, having an man. affair with the dude. You might as well just lie about it. Uh, Yeah. She's, you know, Kelly. Her name, uh, Bridget Fonda's character's name is Kelly. Uh, She gets called into her boss. Like, so her boyfriend was is her boss, which is just it's great when you mix business with pleasure. Right? Is that what you say? Yep. Yep. It's a quick way to the top. Don't fuck where you work. Break out the promotion pads. There's another one. <laughs> uh, so, yes, he is like they found a tooth fragment up in Maine in a, a dead body. And we want you to go take a look at it. And she's like, I play with dinosaur bones. Why do I need to go to Maine to look at a tooth? Why can't they just send it here? And he's like, because you do. You got to go. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> there, ba- big baby. I'll go. go the fuck out. God. And then it shows she's like, I am not going to Maine. And then the next scene is her flying into Maine. <laughs> again, very predictable. Yep, we yep. all see that coming. And again, uh, the pilot of this plane is Steve Miner, the director. Uh the pot oh uh, that's I just said that. Pelly uh Kelly. Pelly. I'm gonna call her Pelly now. Kelly determines the tooth is reptilian. And boy, that Ooh. body is in rough shape. I love how she's like, I can handle seeing a dead body, and then they take the thing off and it's like <laughs> She's like, I have a thing with worms. Oh my god, she That's is lady. just oh, the no, it's worst. A... Oh no, what what was the first thing she did? What what is it? She like spraying her. her no, she can't. Head? She can't go to Maine because she's allergic to timber. Oh yeah. For one, <laughs> she was spraying Raid on herself. That's not yeah. what Raid is for. <laughs> I I know. Yeah. I know. She oh. it just show it just shows later on in the movie she dies because she's inhaled too much Raid. <laughs> Right? Maybe that's what happened to Kelly? Right? She was cut from the team. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pilot was <laughs> Thank you. I am glad. Thank you. The pilot was trying to have a nice conversation with her, and she's like, don't talk to me. I know. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, kudos for at least being honest, but why the hell you gotta be rude about it? Oh, man. Yeah, she, dude, she's ruthless to all the people in this town. Dude, like, she just sucks. Really- She's got a stick so far up her ass, then, I swear. So yeah, we have that conversation. <laughs> Kelly meets Jack. They have a pleasant conversation. And then this really ditzy, you know, girl comes out. She's like, I heard somebody died on the lake. And the sheriff, who is, you know, 40 years older than her, is like, oh, it was just an accident, baby. Don't worry about it. He, like, it's close to her. Yeah, I was like, and, and I love really I, the one thing I did like about uh, Kelly is that, like, while he's that's happening, she's just looking at him like, the fuck are you doing? 
<laughs> oh man, this movie's fucking great. It's all about shitting on them small town local uh, local folk. Yep, everybody's hard on that museum chick. You know, she's she's just trying her best. All right, she doesn't want to be here. Uh, good old Miss. We get to meet good old Mrs. Bickerman, played by Betty White. And boy, is she just fucking a spitfire this whole this whole time. Oh yeah, she is. Uh, she's awesome. And she literally admits to killing her husband, which is just great. And she's, she's just like really bad at it. I, she's like, I, ki- I killed him. Or what happened to your husband? I killed him. Or no, she says that he died. And they're like, well, there's no report of that. And she's like, oh, yeah. well, I feel like it ne- didn't need to be reported. You know, no one ever comes on this lake, you know. So. But then she admits she says that she killed him. And then she says that he was sick. He wanted her to do it. And she knocked him out with a skillet and uh, buried him by, buried by the bulkhead. Yep. yep. And then I love where she, you can go dig him up if you want. Sherlock. Yes. Oh, God. It's so good, dude. <laughs> Damn. She's so good. Sheriff gets shit on this whole fucking movie, dude. <laughs> he's just, a, he's, just he's literally just a punching bag. Oh, yeah. We get uh, Kelly, the sheriff, and uh, Jack, they go out on a boat to, I guess, could just kind of investigate the lake. And that's where they had the conversation about, you know, Kelly's talking about how calm and dark, you know, black the lake is. And that's when the sheriff's like, well, we were going to call it Lake Placid, but we uh, found out it was taken. So it's just Black Lake, which Black Lake just sounds so much fucking bad. It sounds better. This movie could have been Black Lake. Wouldn't have made any difference. Dude. Dude, make a sequel. That's a dude. Do like they do nowadays in horror movies. Do make a sequel that ignores all the other sequels. Direct follow up to this one and just call it Black Lake. Oh yeah, can we bring back all the original cast? Well, Get, as many of them are alive. Well, except for Betty White. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, you can just say like, you know, you could take, you could put her, you know, send her out with a big bang. You know, freaking uh, uh, Croc got her too. The baby. The baby. Well, uh, you know. Yeah. They carried later. Later, they, later. they carried her off like in a Viking funeral. They just said she just laid on the backs of the crocodiles as they floated out into the middle of the lake. And then they set all the crocodiles on fire. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy, where I don't even know what the fuck I am. Uh, they're on the boat talking. About yeah, they're the talking about the lake, and they see something like, "What is that? Is that a tree branch?" And then literally the sheriff one arms this bitch, this moose head that probably weighs fucking a hundred pounds, just. And then, of course, Kelly thinks that the sheriff threw the moose head at her. So he goes, she just slaps the shit out of him. And he's like, I just dropped it, you crazy bitch. Yeah, I know. He's like, I just let go of it. Stop throwing heads at me. (laughs) Oh, boy. Kelly finds out she's got a camp at a tent. That's where she meets the uh, female cop, which I don't even know what her name is. All I put is that that she's married to Patton Oswalt. That's... uh, that's that's about the most I information. She has a name. Does she? I don't remember it. Uh, Sharon Sharon Gare, Deputy Sharon Gare. Okay. Did they ever say her name? Probably not. Okay. Know. We get another argument between Kelly and Bill Pullman about why she's there, and it's like, how many times do we need to have this conversation? And she thought camping out was staying in a Ramada Inn. Yeah. 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 But no, she's got to be in a tent. She's got a thing with ticks. And she as yep. And as they're having this argument, we hear a helicopter fly in, and she's like, oh, no. Oh, it's him. It's who I thought it was. Hector Seer. He's a mythology professor, and he's like a croc guru, and he's here to help. 
find this croc and everybody's like why do you think it's a crocodile and he's like mm, i just have that instinct you know i could smell it <laughs> they should have just added that into the movie that doesn't actually happen but whatever uh and uh, hector in the sheriff's relationship starts out great <laughs> just <laughs> it starts out so good because hector so they go out on canoes a little later and uh hector just calls the guy fat and I'm like, Hector, you're about you're the same size. I, I don't understand why you're calling him fat. I love the buildup to that. <laughs> He's like, Sheriff, listen, I know this is something that's a lot easier for people to hear from friends and family, but I think it's just important to be blunt with people. You're fat. <laughs> Good God, Hector. <laughs> Dude, Hector and Hank have the best lines in the movie. By the way, like there's a bunch we haven't talked about about the feminine napkins. Oh, oh you're, right. she's, she's like, oh, she's sarcastic, she's like rude. You two will get along great. Yeah. <laughs> here, here. Well, yeah, you get Hector with his awful lines of like very sexual lines. Oh, yeah. He's also got some shitty lines. Yeah. Hector. Yeah. yeah. He talks about how he's he he has to announce that he slept with Kelly. I mean, we don't know if it actually happened, but he has to like throw it out okay. there. And then we get the fat line. And then we see the fish. Oh, there's fish. They're jumping out. They're doing some crazy stuff. And they're like, oh, what are they doing? Are they feeding? And Jack goes, no. When they do that, it's because they're scared. And they're like, oh, no. And then what happens? The canoe flips. Everybody's scared. You know, Kelly and the sheriff are in the water. And all it does is it cuts to the next scene. They pull them out. They, they get them up out of the boat. Yeah, they get them on top of the other boat that's capsized. Yeah, then yeah, they start pulling then, them over to the end of the other their but boat. But still, there's a 30-foot crocodile in this lake that could easily just destroy everyone in the matter of seconds. And instead, we get the boat flipping, and then we cut to uh, her on the phone, you know, talking to somebody about, you know, what's going on. Red herring, dude. It's a false jump scare. But there, there are so many more minutes they could have added to this movie by I know, extending that scene. I know. This is the first time she falls out of a boat, by the way. Yep. Uh, they discover a toe in the woods, and this is uh, also another thing where you're like, hmm, you know, you find a severed human toe in the woods, you probably should, you know, put it in an evidence bag, classify yeah. it, you know, you know, get it, uh, you Pass know. Pass it off. Yeah, and bring it. No, instead, Hector just holds it in front of the sheriff. He's like, is this your friend? And he goes, well, last he seemed a lot taller. Is this, the idea, is, this, is this the man that was this is the man that was attacked yeah that's so good yeah. dude it's so fucking good they're I just love it. playing with this dead man's toe no respect there's no respect for the dead in this movie no one cares Especially it's your toe <laughs> i'm gonna tickle Especially you with it let me pick your notes with it <laughs> what the fuck is happening uh, we get a tent party where Hector is just having a grand old. Everyone's just drinking, partying. This is where you get the weird dancing with the female cop. And he's like, you got nice boobs. And you're like, what? What a line. And she's just like, <laughs> thanks. I'm like, what yes. is this? This, this, this is all the stuff you, so you got. Bad. This is the stuff you got from Friday the 13th. This oh, is, this is, this is where it's oh yeah, in. that's right. He is a Friday the 13th creator, so you gotta have stupid yep. shit like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, the sheriff comes in, stops it all, and we also get the great Hector line of, uh, he tells the girl to go, and Hector's like, well, can she stay? Uh, we were planning on mating. And I was like, <laughs> what a fucking line, man. What the fuck? 
That's how you get it. That's exactly how you get in the pants. Oh, like holy shit, man. In... <laughs> And also he finds his other deputies fucking digging a hole outside of the tent because it's a, you know, it's a trap, I guess. He's yeah, yeah. they're helping make a trap and he he's, uh, ooh, he paid us. He's like, oh, you're accepting money from him now. We took a check. Yeah, we took a check. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. That's oh, better. Oh, yeah, man. I, uh, the guy, one of the cops, the one who gets his head bit off, I think, I think his name is Burke. Yes, it's Bart. I'm trying to, th- I, I recognize him from other things. Oh, okay, he was the recruiter in Deadpool. Remember the guy who goes around and recruits Wade Wilson? He was like the dude oh. with the sharp suit, and then yeah, yeah, he was he was that guy. At least he moved on up. Yeah. So what else? Yeah, I don't know. I just I just saw Deadpool. I was like, oh yeah, I remember him. We then go to oh Kelly and Jack have another conversation because we need more of this. And she explains why she's really there pretty much because her boyfriend cheated on her and her boyfriend needed her out of the way. And so he sent her to Maine and she just said, sure, I'll go to Maine. This guy sucks. Why she's here. You suck, Kevin. Uh, Boyfriend material. No. The sheriff is, uh, we then cut to the like more at night where the sheriff is. He needs to take a pee pee. And so he wanders out in his undies. And somehow he's he's got he's still got his gun holster to his hip though, and he yeah. goes out there he he takes a piss, and he hears something rustling in the woods, and he uncovers uh, fucking Hector just it just standing. Jesus, there. I could have shot you. <laughs> and he's and then we get the really you know the comments back and forth about the sheriff's dick and <laughs> all that. He came at me with his wang. I was scared. Like I was like. <laughs> oh man we also get some awesome you ever noticed how bill pullman delivers some of his lines where he's very stern yeah he, like enunciates things sir <laughs> you ever, yeah, did you yeah. hear that yeah. oh man yeah. the amount of times he did that was just like wow he's just he i think bill pullman thinks he's in a different movie He's still he's still all juiced up from the Independence Day speech. I had to have been. I had to have. That's a great speech. Oh, it's one of the best speeches in movie history. Uh, Kelly explains that Victor is obsessed with Crocs because he encountered a crocodile one time and he survived the encounter. So he thinks he's immune to them and he worships them as gods. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's I don't know of um from my little research I've done on crocodiles, I don't know many places that actually do worship crocodiles as gods other than I think like Egyptian culture did Egypt. does for sure. Yeah. Um, but they made it out like every culture did. It was kind of weird. That whole conversation. I don't know. Well, it's probably referring to most, um, a lot of older, more like further back cultures that we're not as familiar with that makes sense especially places where crocodiles are more uh crocodilians are more prominent i'm assuming i don't know how you know native americans and the southeast and stuff took to crocodile or alligators and crocodiles because there's an american crocodile yep um i have no idea Oh, but then the, the sheriff also falls in a booby trap yep i was, just I was, I was about to get to that yeah, oh, yeah. damn it i'm sorry yeah, no it's talking, okay it's I'm all right just, we got there. <laughs> it was like, I, I don't even know. Did they like, was there a cut when he fell in or did it was it literally? No, it was right. It was right after like they all break up and the, the, the cop just walks right into it. Whoops, he just falls, falls into right it. into it. <laughs> and everybody's reaction is, oh, <laughs> like nobody's this, this dude could have okay. snapped his fucking leg in there or something. And everyone's like, oh, all right. Good night, everybody. 
<laughs> Isn't the only thing? Doesn't the sheriff just go, "Damn it!" Yeah, like, or "Damn" much. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's time to go find a croc, and we get some more um, weird jokes from Hector. Yeah, so they're on the boat. Hector's making, you know, his weird things. And Jack is yelling. Like, everybody's within, like, two feet of each other. And Jack's like, all right, guys, we're going to go down down into the water. You're like, Jack, fucking simmer down, dude. We're all in the same boat. Why dude. are we yelling? We're right here. And uh, we get the line that always baffled me every time I heard it. It's when the sheriff says something to Hector. And Hector says something about biting. <laughs> oh, no, I, I got this. Yes, I got it. this. Dad, take it he away. Says, he says, you know, I know I, I could have brought a pork chop. You could have hung it around your neck for good luck. And he's like, oh, that sounds like a good time, Sheriff. And when we get back, you choose the you could chew the bark off my big fat log. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And like the sheriff is like dumbfounded by what he just what said. He's like, oh God, I don't I'm not dice we're not dissecting that. Oh, it's that so line. Is that a gay joke? No, no. He's like, was that a homosexual, homosexual comment? comment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, and, yes. and 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 uh what's her name? Kelly looks around like, I don't know. <laughs> the fuck that means. Jesus Christ, man. The fucking this this script is fucking wild, dude. Okay. Whoever wrote this had to have had a hell of a time writing it. Oh, dude. He was probably fucking drunk out of his mind. This is fucking great. <laughs> I wonder if like during some of these lines, if um Brendan Gleason's just like, I'm getting paid for this, right? <laughs> oh shit so yeah so <laughs> we get those the, that beauty of a line they go down <laughs> Jack and Hector they go down um, to uh, try to find the croc or whatever the hell is in the lake because nobody believes it's a crocodile except for Hector yes they discover the the moose carcass on the bottom of the lake that is like yes um, that's like gutted which the crocodile would have eaten that thing whole. Like yeah. it wouldn't have it left it like that. It's just not how crocodiles work. Um, or it just kind of killed it for sport. It didn't actually want to eat it, even though it is a 30 foot croc and they do need a lot of food. But once they eat a lot, they don't need to eat for a very long time. Crocodiles exactly. have very, very slow uh, digestions, digestive systems, and they're cold blooded. Yeah. Which they're also makes no food. sense. So they explain. Oh, well, actually, we'll get to that when we get to um, discovering what is actually in the lake. They see that you see the Jack sees a tail go around the corner. You see like the tip of the tail. Oh, by that by that suspicious looking fucking tree stump that's down there. Yeah, there's a lot of just trees under there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They he goes after. So you see a giant crocodile tail or what you think might be something. And what's your immediate reaction? Not go towards it? Go. No, no, no. You go towards it. You find out what that thing is. Oh, I forgot we're a bunch of white people. I'm yes. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. White people decisions. Yep. <clears throat> Always poor. Uh <laughs> <laughs> split up, dang. <laughs> <laughs> something pull uh pulls the boat back and Kelly falls out of the boat again. She's just getting wet. Again. Yep. And we get a very tense rescue scene where she's just floating there. Do you think you would try to swim back towards the boat? No, she's like, help me. Somebody help me. <laughs> I wonder if, if it was the whole like not flailing thing. But yeah, but no one knows it's a crocodile. I know. I know. So I it's agree. just like if in actuality Move. it would have fell. 
they would have fell into the lake. Are we stopping? No, I was doing just crocodile. <laughs> I thought that was like, <laughs> a, oh, hey, we need a break. We need to stop. No, no, no it's crocodile. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, you fall into the lake, and your immediate thing is maybe I should swim towards the boat as it comes towards me, so I can you know be a quicker rescue. Instead, I'm just gonna sit there like, somebody help me, somebody Water. help me. Yeah, and you see the fish splashing in front of her, and you're like, oh shit, and they can't get the boat started, and you're like, ah, it's really, boat. it's really tense. And then the boat, it's, it's one of those things where it's immediate, like, right as something's about to happen, the boat starts. They go over, they pull Kelly out. Right, and, yeah. And also, you think the crocodile's coming up, but instead, it's Jack. And then they're like, where's Hector? Oh, I don't know. Like, we lost, we got separated. <laughs> we got separated, yeah. like, um... Which totally sounds like, no, like, as far as the movie goes, totally sounds like something Hector would do, because he's so eccentric. Oh, let's, I see something, I'm just yeah. gonna ignore my other guy that I should be with the whole time. Yeah, and uh, the funny thing is, is like when the boat is going, they have the so the first thing they do when they get out there is they put a uh, a speaker down there that emanates uh, baby croc noises to try to yeah. attract a crocodile because Hector's the only one who thinks it's a crocodile. So they're like, well, we'll test it out. We'll see. Um, And they go and it's crazy because it's in the water when the boat is driving which yep. most likely might have ripped it off the boat. You would think. Because of how yeah. fast they were going. Yep. Uh, but once Jack and Hector are back on the boat, they're like, oh, hey, Burke, hey, cop number three, uh, can you pull <laughs> up the speaker? And he's like, sure. And you get the dramatic thing where he's pulling up the speaker, and as he's about to pull it all the way up the fucking flash comes through and he loses his head and you get the really weird you get the really cr fucking creepy part where he's headless and his body is just convulsing as they're like trying to pull it back oh, onto the boat oh dude that was that was like oh shit yeah yep. I don't I, I don't think that's how that scene would have played out mm -hmm. even if it was a gator that large I think it would have clamped onto his head and neck and just pulled mm -hmm. him off the boat oh 100% yeah, they're, they're not, their teeth aren't designed for, like, they're not serrated. No. Not all. Well, they're no. for grabbing. And he would have had to, or it, it, he, it would have had to come parallel to the boat to get that. Yeah, as wide as it is, it would have. It well, would have hit, hit Yeah. Them. Also, I mean, uh, most likely, yeah, it would have probably been what you said, Danny. He would have, it would have grabbed onto its head. It would have crushed it because the, yeah. the bite force on a 30 foot crocodile is astronomical. It's fucking insane. Crocodiles have one of the, the strongest bites in the animal kingdom. They're yep. utterly insane. Um. So yeah, he gets to Burke loses his head, and it, and also it's a very clean rip. It's it's like quite, a clean cut. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen yeah. uh, Sleepy Hollow? Tim Burton's yeah. Sleepy Hollow. It looks like they took a one of the probably one of the prosthetics from fucking that movie. It was like, can we borrow it for this one? Because they came out the same year. Oh shit! They could have. Who made this? What was the production? Twentieth Century Fox. <laughs> Did they do Sleepy Hollow? I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, dear, I want to go to Florida for vacation and go find a croc an alligator. Uh, Sleepy Hollow was produced was distributed by Paramount. Oh, so but we could buy a bunch of baby alligators and just like sprinkle alligator seeds in our lake and just have Lake Placid everywhere. Lake the one by us douglas oh lord let's have just you get alligator seeds, you throw them. <laughs> alligator seeds. Gator. no the alligator guards those are 
So there's, there's not really so earlier in the anyway, so earlier in the film when Hector talks about how it could be a crocodile, it was like, well, how can a crocodile survive here? And he's like, well, you know, as long as their um their nostrils don't freeze, they'll survive. It's like, no, that's not how that works. Crocodiles are cold blooded, so when the yeah. weather becomes cold, their blood doesn't flow, and they die. Crocodile. Yeah. That's why you. That's why crocodiles don't. Alligators and crocodiles don't live up north. Like Maine is farther than me, and it's fucking cold up there. Like when they get snow, they get fucking snow. It's like the Arctic. Crocodiles well, aren't living up there. <laughs> well, I, I will say this though: for us, uh, crocodiles are start or alligators are starting to migrate into southern central Tennessee, which have not. Which makes more sense. It's warmer for you guys. Yeah. I mean, well, you no, guys I'm still talking, get cold weather. Yeah, but I'm just talking snow. about like migration, like yeah. them migrating further north because they were never originally found in Tennessee, and now they're finding them in the central, right. central southern Tennessee. And also, so yeah. And also, he talks about how like somebody in Hong Kong flushed him down a toilet. It, do the pipes connect from Hong Kong to Maine? Like, clearly, I don't think that's how that it works. works. No, it's the it's the opposite side of the world thing. Oh, I love it though. Did you did you see the lie where uh, the sheriff is like, Cro- crocodiles can't swim in salt water, and Hector goes, "That'll be our little secret." <laughs> yeah, right, right. There's literally a crocodile called a saltwater crocodile. You fucking exactly. moron. Sorry, sheriff. I actually like you. Which are the largest species of crocodile? Yes, even though this saltwater. crocodile is not a saltwater crocodile, it's an Indo-Pacific. No, it's- which way to go, dude? I told you. Which is an actual crocodile species, but uh, they're not. They, uh, the largest crocodile on record, I th- believe, was that was shot in. Aust- it was like shot in Australia in the fifties, and it was twenty-seven feet long. Ride that motherfucker, which is dude. just insane. And that then was. the largest crocodile that was in captivity was like twenty and a half. That's big. That's which big is one. a big. That's a big crocodile. Yeah, that's. Uh, Dude, if if you told me, hey man, I'll give you a million dollars to swim with a great white shark without a cage, I'd hundred percent do it. If someone said I give you a million dollars to swim with a saltwater crocodile, I would say you go fuck yourself and you could stay you could keep that million dollars. Crocodiles yeah. are fucking ruthless, dude. Yes, they like, are. When they talk about man eaters, dude, crocodiles are very aggressive. They're their yeah. testosterone levels are like insane. No, thank you. People who swim in rivers in Australia, you're out of your minds. You're out of your minds. Yeah, not only do you have to worry about that, but you have to worry about the shark that has the most shark attacks on humans. Bull sharks. Bull sharks that can swim yeah. in fresh water. Yes. But no, dude. The world is scary. No, yeah. the, scary. the animal kingdom is scary. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. The scariest thing around me is probably a moose or a black bear. Oh, I don't know, man. Moose will fuck you yeah. up. No, no, I'm like saying like those are probably the two most dangerous. Well, we do have pumas up here, but they're very rare. Well, like the sorry, shoes. mountain lions. They're they're called up here. Yeah, I don't like them. Um, we have bobcats. Bobcats are pretty dangerous, even though they're not very big. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I've dude, I've heard some horror stories about mountain lions. I don't like that shit. Yeah. Uh, we get another Jaws reference after the yes. uh, guy's day. He talks about um. Somebody was uh, one of the other, like another police officer was asking about, like, did he get stuck in the outboard? Which is a, a reference to um, when they investigated Chrissy's death and the guy originally yeah. put shark attack. But then he says, well, it could have been put it. It could have been the outboard of the boat. So no, we didn't get stuck in the outboard. Yeah. 
So we get another, yeah, another Jaws reference. We have a, another Hector and Sheriff conversation where Hector's trying to be, you know, compassionate and he's trying to, you know, be like, hey, he was a good man. And you just get the sheriff who's just like, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hector, I just yep. don't think that either of us should talk to each other anymore. Yeah. He, he, he's, he tries to be like, he's like, in some crazy way, I'm sure you're the nice, a nice guy, but we just shouldn't talk to each other anymore. Yep. He's trying to be civil about it. <laughs> and Hector also goes into a conversation about a dream he has uh, where he's headless. Yes. Which is just yeah. a great conversation to bring that, up. That, that was after. Yeah, that's what that's what the sheriff says after he hears his dream story. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was. And then um, the sheriff gets stuck in a snare trap and he's hanging upside <laughs> down as Jack and Kelly walk over. And he's just he's just stone faced. It's just like. Seething with rage. Yeah, and he's like, uh, well, you're going to get him down. He's like, well, he uh, only if he promises not to hurt me. And he's like, I promise I won't. I won't hurt you, Hector. He's like, okay, it's a counterweight. So you just got to pull down. So he pulls him down and he's like, you promise you're not going to hurt me. And he's like, I lied. And he cha- and that's where you get the Irish, the little bit of that Irish accent comes out when he yeah, says it. Yeah. And then he chases him with a fucking log. I'm like, this dude's a <laughs> yeah. sheriff and he's chasing this dude with a fucking log around all these people. <laughs> it's just crazy. He gets to the, they get to the edge of the lake and you know, there's the crazy thing is, is there's, um in this scene there is uh hector the sheriff jack and kelly there's four people there uh this scene one doesn't make any sense if there was four people uh this bear wouldn't show up this bear would have no, been like no. people i'm out especially people being loud running and i don't know if brown already. bears i don't know if brown bears are in maine i have to look that up i don't think brown bears are in maine i think brown bear brown bears are on the west coast aren't they yeah, it's brown or grizzly or I know brown bears yeah. and grizzly bears are are different, but uh, this bear was not a black bear, which black bears are what are prominent over here in the East Coast. Yeah, they're the smallest species of bear in the United States. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I know brown bears, and are uh, and I've seen some big old black bears, so they're they're not small. I've only seen yeah, we two. have black bears here. Or two. Oh, did I tell you about the story about the one that when I was working up at the resort town near us? No, it's relevant. It's about a bear. So we're working we're in the work in the work van. I got to tell a story. We're in the work van and we're in. <laughs> I'll tell. I don't give a shit. We're in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's a, it's a tourist town in the mountains. There's a lot of bears around there. You've got all the, the dumpsters that are all locked up because they keep bears out. Yeah. So anyway, we're just sitting there at a stoplight middle, but right in town, sitting there at the stoplight. And uh, Ben's like, there's a bear over here. Look over to the left. Bear walks right on the right side of a gas station, full of people and cars, big brown bear, black bear, walks right through, moseys through traffic, and right inside of a fucking store their doors open on. Yeah. Just walks right in. Yeah. It's probably like four and a half feet at the hip, four, four and a half feet at the hip. Yeah, and those are the bears that eat out of garbage garbage cans so they're not afraid of people. Because they know they're the the food source, so they literally just like, yeah, fuck it. I was like, well, somebody's either going to get hurt or somebody's going to get killed here. All right. But this walk into a crowded door. I mean, I understand why the scene needed to happen, but this scene made no sense. No, Uh, the bear wouldn't have bears don't live there. So, yeah, those bears don't live there. Uh, The bears, uh, a bear wouldn't have done that in that situation, especially if two guys are being very like, especially the sheriff. He's got he's a fuck. He's a big guy and he's got a big log in his hand. 
the bear would have been like, oh, fuck this. I'm out. Like, and then the other two are yelling at him, uh, Kelly. And yeah, like there's a lot of noise yelling. going on. This bear, unless it was mating season or it was, you know, the bear had cubs. This bear wouldn't have done this, but we have to, you know, we have the scene for a reason. The bear comes out. It's very aggressive, goes on its hind legs and does its thing. And that's when we see the crocodile for the first time as it comes out, takes the bear out and uh, with the wonderful CG that's in this movie. Oh, yeah. It actually didn't. This scene didn't look terrible. It could have been worse. But it was pretty bad. Uh, but it, yeah, it, it grabs the bear, pulls it in, and everyone's like, uh, OK, I believe you. It's a crocodile. And then we move on to the next scene where it is uh, they're looking up what kind of crocodile it is. Yep. They find out it's an Asian Pacific croc. Uh, Kelly is having a great time as she's fixing up Bill Pullman. Uh, oh, yeah. like, People have died and you think I'm having a great time. It's like, OK, is this showing? <laughs> uh, we we get the really fun fight between the sheriff and Hector again where he's just like I you know don't mess with me I know karate and then the sheriff fucking socks him in the face and he's like you say go in karate you say go <laughs> yeah like he asked for it he's like take your yeah. best he's like All right. yeah. and then they walk away together kind of arguing a little bit he's like I yeah. can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we uh the sheriff so yeah kelly and jack they bond as jack's being healed up and the sheriff and hector bond over some croc videos which are videos of nile crocodiles which are some big fuckers uh hunting some wildebeest yeah that's cool so cool uh hector and the lady cop go for a ride in the croc copter because yes hector's helicopter has crocodiles like scales on the side cropter the cropter. <laughs> uh, the sheriff, Kelly, and Jack, they venture into the woods. They discover a footprint. So, of course, they do the cool thing like uh, Bigfoot hunters do. They do the plaster of the footprint. Yeah, plaster cast of it. Yep. And then oh. a severed head just pops out of the fucking bush. Like, what was this head? Was this head on a spring? It shoots yep. out of that bush. Yep. Like somebody threw it. <laughs> Number two for her. Yeah. And of course, of course, she freaks out again. Uh, And then uh, it's funny because Kelly's the one that discovers that Mrs. Bickerman is is dragging the the cow down to the shore because she she's got the binoculars and she looks at Mrs. Bickerman and then she puts it down and it's the crocodile just kind of hover like just floating there waiting for it. And it's like, look, look into the lake about 10 feet. Oh, it's so fucking good. And I just. Yep. Anyway, he was just slaps the ass of the cow. He's like, come and get it. <laughs> and the crocodile does its thing, which is the coolest thing because we actually get to. It's what a crocodile actually does. It grabs the cow. It does the death roll. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. And yes. then that's all you see. But then it cuts to them encountering Mrs. Bickerman. And she's like, I didn't do anything wrong. This is not illegal. And he's like, you lied to us. It's like, well, yeah, because you would have came here and killed it because you guys are suck. and it's like well it's killed people so yeah we probably would have done something she uh, admits that her husband she didn't kill her husband her husband actually was eaten by the crocodile because he was trying to rescue one of the horses that got out got too close to the water and the croc went for the horse and got him and that's how he died she yeah and this is where we get so many fucking great great lines from Betty White where she's like, if I had a dick, I'd tell you to suck it. 
This is where I tell you to suck it. So gray haired ever Betty White. So oh, fucking Oh man. I'll, I'll, I'll have to put that in the video. Please. <laughs> just, that, just that clip. Ma'am, your husband Bernie, you didn't by any chance lead him to the lake blindfolded. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. <laughs> oh man. She's just so good. She admits to feeding the croc for six years. Yep. Which uh, would have been impossible. This crocodile would have been dead. I don't want to yep. be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Okay. It, Everybody it, is yeah. like, oh, it's just a movie. I know it's a fucking movie, but this is the whole point of the show. It's for yep. me to do this shit. All right. Uh, crocodiles, they don't, they can't survive. It, this no. crocodile, it would not survive. There's not enough. And for one, there's just not enough food source for this crocodile to grow that big. No, not really. This is a 30 would, foot fucking crocodile. What would even be in that lake in Maine? The only thing would, I don't know what's yeah, in the, the only thing in the lake is beaver and fish. And then, uh, you know, it would have to hunt things on the land. It would have to hunt moose, which it, it it's already gotten. But, and then the cows. I mean, she's been feeding them for she's been feeding them cows. Where's she getting all these fucking cows? She's just got a supplier. She's like, hey, yeah. uh, some, some for some reason, all eight cows I had are fucking gone. I don't know what happened to them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the, just uh, good. Oh, uh, just uh, you know, Betty White is a was a huge animal lover. She was a a huge spokesperson for PETA. So, um, that's uh, that's she kind of that's kind of why her character is the way she is. She was that's why she's so protective of the crocodile, even though she is oh. feeding cows to it. Yeah, it's natural. It's na- yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not like she was you know just slaughtering the cows. We do get a partial origin to the crocodile. Uh, do we? Well, I don't remember what it was. All, all, all we get is she said that the the crocodile followed her husband home one day. Yep, and then she they were feeding it. They fed it scraps and stuff, and then it stuck around. Which is like, explain, the, yeah, it doesn't explain how it even got there to begin with. Just that it followed him home one day. You want crocodiles? That's how you get crocodiles. <laughs> don't feed just, wildlife food. All right, because yeah, what exactly. they do is they don't go away. Yep. My my grandma had a. She lived on a canal. She lived across the street from a lake and then her house was connected to a canal and we had some, she had alligators that would always swim in the canal and her neighbor kept feeding this one alligator, like just scraps, just like Betty White does in this movie. And, and he, and then he stopped feeding it and he was wondering why the alligator never left. It literally would just sit there in the canal. Like we used to go down to the canal and this thing, we would be like five feet away from it. It was probably like eight, nine feet long. And just sit there, just staring at this dude's property, waiting for him to come down with food. He wouldn't even move. I bet you I could have jumped on its back. It wouldn't even have flinched. Ben Parker wouldn't be here today. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, man. When I was like 12 years old, I was this close to catching like a four foot crocodile that swam under a dock I was standing on. Was this close, man. I literally slow, slowly put myself like on my belly. And I like I was within six inches of this thing, and as I was about to get it, he just fucking bolted. He was gone. For crocodile hunter, yes, hell yeah, I wanted to be him. He's my hero. He still is. Damn See, that's right. why we have to. Or a lot of people up in the mountains have to lock up their trash here because the the black bears get into it, mm. and then they like expect it. Well, then you get fucking dumb tourists around here. That's exactly what you're talking about. But no, like they would start coming in town. Like we had a few in 
in town. Yeah. Like by the highway in town. Yeah. See, I haven't seen any. I've only seen two or three since I've lived here. And I've lived here for 12 years now. But yeah, I, they like expect it and they know that it's there. So oh, they yeah. keep coming back. I mean, I used to live, I used to live uh, on a mountain where we had black bears come through our yard all the time. And we used to have to like lock. Yeah, we used to have to. We had a shed. We had to put our garbage in the shed because the there was one time we we woke up, went outside, and literally our trash bin was tipped over. And we had our yard, and then there was a ravine that would go down, and then up, and then it was our neighbor's yard, and it was just a trash trail all the way to our neighbors. Oh, yes, that hurts. My I had I had dogs that used to chase bears up trees. I was playing outside with and my with my brother, and my dog was barking at the fence. We go over to I go over to the fence and I look over and it was all weeds growing on the other side and all you could see was a big black mass walk by and then two, and then two little ones and I went fuck I yeah, ran yeah. I ran I ran as fast as I could to get make sure my brother got got in the house but my dog my dog was barking at it and then of course as she separated the mom from the babies and chased the mom up the tree I was like I thought the dog was gonna die. Because mama bears are so protective, I was I was waiting for like just to hear like a dog squeal. I was terrified. Well, we because we could talk about animal stories. I got to talk about when I was in Mississippi. Quick one. We we're staying. I was. This is. I went to Mississippi to collect spiders when I used to work at the Spider Lab. We had a little site called Granada collecting uh, collecting site. We stayed at these one people's houses that lived out in the sticks outside of uh, Ole Miss. You're yeah. a football person. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Outside, the, but they were out in the sticks a little bit, and that's where we stayed because they were researchers. Remember one night, well, one morning, I woke up really early and I walked outside. I remember I may have told you this at one point. I walked outside. They had a big property, but it was all lined with trees all the way around the property, uh-huh. just really tall, narrow trees. I just remember walking out there. It was early morning. It was a cloudy, overcast day. I remember walking and looking to the right, just through all the trees, because they were like those trees where all the branches were up high and not down low, so you could yeah. kind of see through all the trees. And all I seen in the distance was a sizable, low to the ground black mass just moving through the trees in the distance, and then just vanished. I was like, "I'm gonna go back in the house." I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> I was like, "I'm out." The last story before we get back to the movie, because the episode will be like three hours long. If we keep going stories. with this. Uh, we go me, you know, me, my wife, and the kids. We go hiking all the time because there's a lot of hiking trails where we live, and where I used to live, where I was growing up in the woods. There was a there was a trail where we were walking and literally we're like, man, that's a mighty big hoof print, a fucking moose print, bro. And it was fresh. I thought it was Krampus, but carry on. I mean, <laughs> I do. What would I rather run into, Krampus <laughs> or a moose? <laughs> no, at that point, fuck, man. Those things are fucking scary, man. My dude. dad, my dad watched a guy honk at a moose that was standing in the middle of the road. In the moose, instead of the moose getting out of the way, it charged at the car. Yep, I believe they have it. zero fear, man. And if you want to hit a moose, you better, you better, you better have ordered your coffin and fucking tombstone beforehand because you're gonna die. Yep. Yeah. Oh, actually, one more story. Police. police. The the police chief of that town hit a moose with his motorcycle. And he, I think he lost part of his leg and for his party, when he got out of the hospital, they had a cookout and guess what the main course was? The moose, the moose, Oh, the moose, the moose. They got the meat from the moose and uh, did a cookout. All right. Back to the movie guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
Um, yeah, it, uh, <coughs> oh god, where am I? Uh, Hector goes for a swim and runs into the big boy or girl. Uh, we don't know if this is a male or a female. Because uh, I be I don't know. Because males males actually grow bigger than females when it comes to crocodiles. So I think this was the male. Uh, the boat. We uh, he's. I love how he's like. Yep. This is uh, this is bad. This is bad. Uh, I <laughs> I made a mistake. Over <laughs> my head here. Yeah. <laughs> and he uses the flotation to kind of distract the crocodile as he gets back on the boat or on the helicopter. He gets on the helicopter and starts to go up. And that's when the crocodile lunges out, grabs onto the like the part that lands in the water. Yeah, yeah. It's which like is a point. which is a Jaws 2 throwback. Yeah, so I was like, are we watching Jaws 2? Yeah, literally. <laughs> and, the, you know, it's really cool. I like the the practical effect they got of the, the crocodile yeah. grabbing onto it. My wife laughed at this. She thought it was it looked bad. I was like, come on, it's practical effects. This is great. I'd rather see this in fucking terrible CG. I've changed my mind. We can never you can never bring her on this shit. <laughs> just cannot. <laughs> uh, so it's time to come up with a plan to capture the croc. So Florida fishing game don't have to kill it. And everybody's like, no, we're gonna kill this fucking thing. It's like it's a 30-foot crocodile. This is unheard of. This is like Maine. <laughs> yeah, in Maine. Like you're <laughs> Like, this is insane. So uh, we got to borrow a cow, Mrs. Bickerman. And boy, we get some more lines. <laughs> You're all cocksuckers. I didn't want to say it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know. That's so good. <laughs> oh, man. They finally find the croc just as they are about to quit. They're about to call it a day. And they're like, oh, is there something on the radar? And then it shows up. And what does it do? It attacks the helicopter again, causing the helicopter to crash. Hector's fine. He's he's standing there on the side. He's like, I can't see it. And the, the what, about, what about the cow? Yeah. Is the cow okay? Oh, I love it. The the line that Kelly says where it's like, What how's the cow doing? She looks like a giant tea bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just floating. Oh boy. We <laughs> So, yeah, they find the croc. The croc does its thing. And then the sheriff gets to use his big old cannon. He's like really excited to use it. The croc, um, as the sheriff kind of wades himself into the water, the croc attacks, comes up on land. And this is where we get to see the really just, God, man, the CG just it does not look good. I understand the budget wasn't very big, but boy, this just looks like sci fi. This looks like a sci fi movie CG. Like it's just the crocodile is charging at the. The truck, you, you get a mix between where it flashes between the CG and the practical as like yeah. the tails moving and certain things. But as it's doing like fast motions, they have to do CG. Uh, also, you know, the thing about crocodiles is are uh, there's a lot of people there and crocodiles have very short energy spurts. So like when they attack an animal and they miss, they can't go back and do it again. They have to yeah, like they're... regain their energy. Yeah. Uh, before they can do it again. And so this crocodile, man, this crocodile is fucking hyped up on something, Drew, because he is fucking on the land. He's fucking galloping towards these fucking trucks. Yeah, right. And Jesus. Uh, uh, we get the bad CG. I already said that. Uh, Kelly falls out of the truck because she just again. falls out of everything. And Third she time. then falls into the water. <laughs> yep. And then they tell her to swim to Hector. They do like go under, go under. And she swims on. Dude, that'd be the most terrifying goddamn thing in the world. Hey, you want me to go under the water? 
and it, exactly you get yeah and you get to see where she's swimming down and the crocodile is just fucking booking it towards her yeah like it's oh, oddly bright Lord. out here tonight yeah so she at night yeah right <laughs> she can't see a thing but she could see this log in the water that's this tree that's sitting there and she hides behind it as the croc swims by and then of course she gets her foot stuck why not and of course as she's trying to get it out the croc turns and does the thing where it bites down on the tree and she's in the middle of its jaws and it's actually yeah. a pretty cool scene because it's all practical oh boy this fucking ending is just crazy uh, Kelly makes it to Hector and the crocodile attacks but gets stuck in the chopper yep into the chopper yep. now and they're like kill it shoot it with the cannon sheriff and he's like I can't it's trapped and then the and then the freaking Jack he picks up a rifle that looks like it's a fucking Red Rider or BB gun and everyone's like don't do it shit and then he shoots another dart I'm like did you really think when he picked up that gun that he was going to kill this 30 foot croc with that thing I didn't it literally looked like a Red Rider BB gun yeah well what, what kind of gun was it I don't know was it just a trank gun I got fuck out of I mean it shot a trank dart I know the the weapon the sheriff has, uh, this little grenade launcher thing isn't real. It's fake. Yeah, gun. yeah, it's a fake gun. Um, but as far as what do you use, I don't know. It is. No. It's, it's well, no, it's real crocodile fake gun. Right? Anyway, uh yeah, my back to what you were talking about earlier. I actually that's why I thought it took so much longer for the trank, the darts to take effect, because he gets a good shot underneath them early on. Like when it rears up or whatever, he get Bill Pullman's character. I think gets a shot in like the lower part of its body. Yeah, early on, I just assumed it was because it was an endotherm or ectotherm with a lower metabolism, slower metabolism. So it took longer for the trank, the tranquilizing agent sedative to cycle yeah, yeah, through yeah. the body. Yeah, watch wow. him just kill it, but that other dart so loaded it up. Yeah, so do we we see the second. So then you know we're like it's over, yay. And then what happens? Another crocodile comes out of nowhere. Attacks Hector. Attacks Hector, pulls it in a little pulls him in a little bit, and the sheriff gets to blast its head off. Ori- it wasn't part of the original script. It was a last really? minute addition because they wanted some they wanted some carnage. They just they, there wasn't enough uh death, I guess. Yeah, the little music's gone, dude. Because all listen, all the main characters die, live, and the crocodile lives. The, like the the antagonist lives like it's like well now we need somebody to die so they made they they inserted a second crocodile and they killed it so this movie essentially flipped both sides of those horror tropes on their heads mm-hmm. where the core part heroes and the antagonist survive yeah. good for this movie good for doing something different and good making it entertaining good job lake placid uh, everybody yeah. says their goodbyes. We got Hector, who's uh, on the gir- uh, on the stretcher, and the sheriff goes with him. And Kelly, you know, hangs out with the with Jack, and we get this really awesome thing because they these two need to fall in love for some stupid ass reason. Here we are. Important thing: the cow is safe. Yes, the cow yeah, is the cow safe. Fun. The cow is oh, safe. Like you see the cow walk out of the water. Like, yes, oh, I, I do want to mention another great Betty White line going back is uh, yes. when she's sitting with that cop and she's like, yes, she's yes. like, I really, I really hope the crocodile eats all your friends. Yeah, she says, I'm rooting for the crocodile. I hope he swallows your friends whole. You might want to arrest me for that too. <laughs> is it a crime to wish a chewing of law enforcement? <laughs> <laughs> Betty White, you fucking legend. 
Dude, oh, like, so like good. I, I, you're sitting here talking, and I see this line on screen, and I'm starting to laugh to myself. It's such a great fucking oh, line. Oh, God, it's so good. Uh, everybody, yeah, so everybody says their goodbyes in the worst way. It's I hate this part. And then we see Mrs. Bickerman. She goes to the end of her dock with a bag of bread, and she gets to feed some baby crocs. Which in yes. and when they show them, they kind of look like real crocodiles. Like they moved very fluently. Which I even if the baby crocodiles, fuck that, and they put my toes in the water. Those little no, fuckers, no. they got needle sharp teeth, man. So no, fuck that shit. I've, I've been bitten by a baby alligator. That shit's fucking hurts. Can't take a cow by eminent domain. Yeah. It just did. Yeah. God, dude, the writing is ridiculous and amazing. All I gotta say is time. is bravo to whoever wrote all of Betty White's lines. And if and if no one wrote her lines, if she just improvised them all, it just shows how much of a legend Betty White was. Or is. Oh, she still is. So her spirit there's lives few, on. There's a few scenes in the Golden Girls where she has uh, improvised the whole story. Oh, that she so tells good. all her stories that she tells. So this so is good. the best. She's good. This is the best giant crocodile movie that has Betty White in it. <laughs> oh man, there's so many fucking large crocodile movies. We got Rogue. We got Primeval. Uh, there was another one around. There was there was of course Crocodile. We talked. There was about. Dark there was Water, one? I think, or like yeah, wasn't it Black Water? Yeah, that was based alligator? on a true story or something. Oh, there was alligator. There was alligator, and then there was crawl, which came out a couple years ago. But it yeah, wasn't about a, it wasn't about a large alligator. It was just about alligators that were just for some reason alligator. hostile during a hurricane or something like that. It was a weird movie. At some point, we're gonna talk about it because it's a fucking wacky movie. What about like, Gator Man? I'll get you, yet, Gator Man. From the fifties. Oh boy. I'm sorry. So yeah, so Mrs. Bickerman feeds baby Crocs, which would be dead. Um, very soon uh, and we get some cool reggae music because that fits with this movie oh oh hang on hold on what's our oldest appearing giant crocodile on screen oldest <clears throat> oldest movie of the giant crocodile I it's either you. it's either the lost world from the late 50s the Arthur Conan Doyle lost world yeah, but the shitty one from the late fifties, yeah, or it's or it's King Dinosaur from the late fifties <laughs> because I literally had a, a the the Tyrannosaurus or the big main dinosaur was literally an alligator that they glued fins and shit onto. And it was supposed to be a dinosaur. That's legendary right there. Now, now I'm gonna say that's the oldest giant crocodile in cinema history. And that then, wasn't supposed to be a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> And then our Fox. final scene is seeing the crocodile being transported on the back of a flatbed with like three yep. fucking straps on it. How much sedatives does this thing have? Because that thing wakes up, it's fucking whack. It's coming out of those uh, restraints. But hey, oh, yeah. let's not question that. I will say, if you were younger or if you were driving down the road and you saw an alligator that big on a flatbed, crocodile that big on a flatbed, the prop, that would have been dope as fuck. Oh, that would have been cool as hell. That's it. That is Lake Placid. Lake Plastic. It was, no, it was The Lost World from 1960. Ah. I'm going to send you a picture. The heck? It looks kind of like Anguirus, doesn't it? Yeah. It's literally just a crocodile with fucking 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save this picture and send it to you. And it literally battles a monitor lizard in real life. Like, it's back before animals had proper <laughs> rights on screen, and they would actually show footage of animals being hurt and or killed. Yeah. Like, uh, what slasher movie was that? Friday the 13th Part 2, 3? One of them, they killed an actual snake on set. I can't remember. Oh, the, yeah. Because I made mention of that. All right. Well, that is it. That's Lake Placid. And what a, what a movie. I'm I, yeah. I'm very happy we covered it. Um, it's unfo- you know unfortunately the reasoning behind us covering it is because of the passing of Betty White. Even though I feel like we would have covered this movie at some point, but I felt it felt right because she is just so good in this movie. Uh, she's just com- just comedy gold, comedy gold. Yes. Um, for our next episode, I figure I. Uh, I think I want to do a topic episode before we okay. hop into a, and then after our topic episode, we're going to hop into a large franchise. Uh, okay. I don't know what that franchise is yet. So nobody asked me yet. Uh, but I've since we have, we have a lot of sequels that have come out in the last couple of years. I really would like to talk about the good, the bad and the ugly when it comes to sequels. Yes, because there are good ones. There are bad ones, and then there are fucking god awful ones. Yes. So we are gonna just kind of um, go through some of our favorites. We'll go through some that are you know enjoyable to watch but bad, and we've talked about some really bad sequels on this show, and then we'll talk about the ones that should just never have existed. So that'll be next week's episode. We'll do a nice topic uh, episode for you all. Which and then uh, we'll announce in that episode what big franchise we're going to start. Excited. We don't know. We don't know. I don't even know, to be honest. I don't even know. I just figured we'd do that and then hop into a franchise. We got I mean, there's a lot of them out there uh, we can choose from. I know, uh, you know, Batman has been thrown out there. Um, We could do the Batman franchise. Um, There's just a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And I'm excited. Evil. I'm Batman. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, good I've been I've been watching the show. Me and my wife have been watching the show Dope Sick on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, and it's got Michael Keaton in it, and I'm just I'm and I'm just sad because it's like, you know, it's about the oxycotton uh, epidemic from the mid '90s into the well. It's actually I think it's still a thing today. Not as bad as it once was, but. Um, but I'm always like, man, Michael Keaton, you can you can do this, man. You you were Batman. I, I know it's not the same actor, but at any time during the movie, does he ever yell, "Where did the drugs go?" <laughs> or the show? Has he ever? No. Okay, fair. No, <laughs> no. But I highly recommend you guys watch it. It's a really good watch. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us today. It was a lot of fun talking about this movie. Uh, is definitely a great great movie to start off 2022 hell yeah um before we sign off i do want to say uh we also lost another um uh, we lost a couple big um presence in the entertainment world we lost sydney portier who was a pioneer in film uh, throughout uh the 50s and 60s and you know his career stretched all the way i believe until the 2000s but he was a pioneer when it came to, uh, 
you know, African-Americans in, in cinema, you know, winning a, an Oscar back in the fifties was, you know, for a, a person of color, color, that was unheard of. So, yeah. uh, he, he lived to be in his nineties. So a, a, a great life for a legend. So RIP to Sidney Poitier. And then yesterday, as of this recording, we lost, uh, every, you know, one of our, the, the coolest TV dads of all time, Bob Saget, uh, the father from uh, Full House, and he was a uh, also a comedian. Um, it's it's crazy just because uh, my my daughter just got into Fuller House. She just watched like we just watched that whole series, and then they wanted to watch the original show. And he's so good in it, and it's definitely like it's crazy. It's crazy. Like all these people were, we've been losing over the just the last couple months. So yeah, I just wanted to shout them out. Um, definitely a big loss when it comes to Hollywood, along with Betty White. So yeah, next week we are doing a topic episode. We're gonna be talking about sequels, and then on that show we will announce what uh, what franchise we're gonna be hopping into. I'm very excited, very excited. We haven't done a franchise in a bit, so. It'd be good to jump. It'd be good to jump back in. All right, everybody. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this has been the Dissect That Film Podcast, episode 37. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.